You think everything is fine with your account, your ACOS is fine, your margins look good, but the money going into your bank account just doesn't seem to feel right. Have you checked out your returns? My name is Stephen Pope, I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy, and in this video, I'm gonna show you how to check your customer returns as well as understand how bad this is hurting your margins. Uh, the numbers will surprise you. All right, so first thing you need to do is go to the Amazon Fulfillment Reports section. You can pick that up by going to the cursor in the top left, going into Reports, and go to Return Reports. Now, I'm looking at FBA customer returns specifically. You could look at FBM as well, dependingly. And then in here, I have 88 items that were returned in the last 30 days. In clicking on some of these orders to find out what went down, you can click on it. You can see you know, how much was purchased, all that good information. Um, and then finally, if you go to the transaction detail report, which is a little convoluted to locate because the return report can't simply go over to that transaction breakdown. The way that I was able to figure this out is basically I started with FBA customer returns I clicked on the order ID, which brought up this, but that really wasn't enough information about the return. So what I then did is I copy and pasted this order ID and I went over to payments. So to do that, you put your cursor on this, go to reports and go over to payments. Inside of payments, I went to transaction view and under transaction view, I simply typed in the order ID and find a transaction. Hitting search, that brought up this screen. I'll move my camera to the top right here just so you can see all this detail. And right here, you get a pretty good idea, idea of what happened. They ordered it on the 14th. It was released back on the 18th with a refund. $15 transaction. There was some tax, but I'll ignore that. And then here with the Amazon fees. So I was still a little um, bewildered and trying to understand like, okay, cool. I see some, some dollar figures here, but what was the actual... Um, damage to me as a brand. So some of you may or may not know this, but when a customer does a refund, you are not reimbursed for the FBA shipping fee. You are, however, given back the referral fee. So 15%, um, which I believe that kind of looks like the $1.80 there on a $15 item, pretty close. Um, but in any case, if you drill down even further, click on one of these uh, dollar signs here, and I can't remember which one it was in, so let's click both. Um, all right, that didn't help. Let's click into it. Here we go. And in here, you can see all the breakdown of fees. So 50, so here's where we started, $15.90 for tax, $15.89. Marketplace withheld tax, 90, that adds up to the tax, so that's a wash. Referral fee on item, 225. So that was the 15% referral fee. And then right here, there is a refund administration fee for 45 cents. Changes back to the balance, negative 13.19. So right off the bat, we know that I lost 45 cents, but it's probably much more than that. If we click on the refund administration fee, it explains how they calculate that in here on the back end and, and basically um, you know, what they charge to restock an item. Um, I'll be honest, I don't think most people know about this, but it exists. So there's a help file for that. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, all right, so let's go click on the other one then and see what else we can ascertain. So there's this negative 621 on administration fees. 
So in here, we have a negative $3.96 on an FBA pick and pack fee plus the 225 referral fee. So basically what I can tell is that at bare minimum, I'm not getting back that $4 and we're not going to get back that 45 cents on the administration fee. So basically looking at 450. But it still doesn't feel quite right because if we look at the transaction order IDs here, 15 goes in, right? And minus the 621 in all of the various Amazon fees, that would be the referral fee plus the FBA fee. This is before the refund. I net out 878. But when you look at this next line item for what came back out of the account, it was negative 1319. So let's pull up the calculator and see if we can truly understand this. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to add 1319 on a negative plus 8.78 on the positive. And that comes out to be 441. So does that add up to the two fees that we were concerned about? And I, I believe it does. So let's verify. So let's go back. Here is the refund fee, administration fee for 45 cents. And here was the pick and pack fee for 396. So if we add 396 plus that refund fee of 45 cents, that comes out to the number we were just talking about. I, I typed it at 446 there, but there you go. So just under four and a half dollars. So a refund cost me four and a half dollars. Now this was a $15 item a simple tumbler. I'll, I'll click on the actual live page so you can see it. Looks like this. Uh, had a little fun with it. Uh, parody type item there. And, and so when I first showed you some of the returns, let's see if we can find the right page, wherever those were. I had 88 returns in the last 30 days. Now, if we extrapolate, let's just assume for a moment that all of mine were right around that 442. Times that by 88, that's $388 just in estimated refunds uh, losses on returns a month. Now times that by 12, that's at least $4,600 a year that is basically full on waste. This doesn't even account for when uh, the customer damages the item. And most people have the item program to go back into their FBA inventory. And you may want to disable that. Uh, and by the way, the way to do that, in the top right of seller, essentially put your uh, cursor on the gear icon there and go over to Fulfillment by Amazon. Inside here, there are uh, relabel or liquidation for, uh, let's see if we can find the specific one. So there's the labeling, inbound settings, automated unfulfillable, automated fulfillable inventory, so let's see if we can find the return one. Here's one of the settings. You're going to go to the automated unfulfillable settings. And in here, you can see when something is unsellable, what happens to it. So I've selected to refurbish, then liquidate, then return or dispose. And what refurbish means is they might rebox it, retape it, reglue it, staple crap back together, uh, and then put it back in for sale. Now, I'm comfortable with that because most of my sales come on items that do okay with that. Um, obviously, if you're selling something medical or something along those lines that makes for a poor return, you're going to want to come in here and hit disable on that. 
There's also an automated fulfillable inventory setting in here. Uh, this factors in a few things, including the long-term storage and ASINs that are not selling. You may or may not want to have those enabled for removal. Going into Q4, though, typically you want these disabled because you're going to have a Q4 bump. And so even if you've been sitting on it for six months, it's better to pay that six-month uh, storage fee than it is to remove it and end up having to ship more in for the Q4 rush and you get the idea. Going back to the uh, report for returns, you can also see the customer return reason. Sometimes they refuse the item. Sometimes they claim it's defective. It's usually not. Um, and then sometimes they say customer damage when the disposition comes back. Here's what happens uh, on the very far right status, unit return to inventory. So here the customer claims it was defective. Uh, they put the disposition as customer damage, and then Amazon's like, oh, unit return to inventory, right? Now, if a consumer damages an item, Amazon will not pay you for that. Uh, Amazon will only refund you if the item was damaged by Amazon or lost by Amazon. So all of these units return to inventory are kind of a wash, um, and they go back into your inventory and can be resold. Items that are damaged, they get re returned to you or refurbished depending on your liquidation strategies. Uh, and then finally, if, if you have a, a, a need to worry about those shipments that are getting lost by Amazon or other uh, damages while they're in the warehouse, you may want to check out the service that I offer called My Refund Guide. Uh, first 500 bucks in clawbacks are on me, and uh, after that's 25%. And we only charge on tickets that are 100% successful and caused by our team. Basically, what we do is we go in there and we look for all of those lost and damaged units, especially on the shipments uh, as well. And then we file reimbursement claims. This is money that Amazon does owe you, but you have to ask for it. And it's kind of time, uh, a little bit of a time suck to go in there and do that. So you may want to check that out over at MyRefundGuy.com. I do have other videos on how to handle returns and other catalog, inventory, and shipment videos, you'll want to watch these next.